For those who still have family members being held hostage by Hamas, the, the stakes could not be any higher. And just a few minutes ago, I sat down with five of those families, five American families, with an exclusive, for an exclusive interview. They, they were gathered in D.C. to push lawmakers here and, and the White House to do everything they can to, to try to help bring back these Americans to home, their homes. One of the first things I just want to say is, because you are Americans, is we were um, honoring Rosalind Carter yesterday, and we were talking about the hostage crisis because of Jimmy Carter. And that was a hostage crisis that we had where Americans were taking hostage. And we have another hostage crisis right now. And we have Americans in this country who are actually rooting for the hostage takers. And it's absolutely mind-blowing to me. And as people who have loved ones who have been taken hostage, I can't imagine what it's like for you. Um, and I'm just wondering what you think and what you feel when you see people... I'm not talking about people marching for Palestinian rights. That's a separate issue. But specifically marching in support of Hamas. As we know, those are two different issues. What is that like? This shouldn't be a political issue. This is a strict humanitarian issue. You have 240 abducted, right now 160. This should be, uh, you know, any person just looking at this issue should, should sympathize, think about it. It could have been your son, it could have been your daughter, your mother. People taken from their beds, people taken from their houses. It's, it's not the same. I think it's a lack of education. Uh, whatever is going on, uh, protest-wise, and um, to see the Hamas as a freedom fighter, it's, it's fundamentally wrong. That's what I think. It's not an Islam issue. You know, Islam, if you talk to Karim Abdul-Jabbar, I'm sure he will tell you, Islam is not about raping women, beheading kids, burning people alive. So I think people... Uh, should understand the facts. To me, it's just sad and scary, really, that people choose to take side or not even look at what the issue really is or see our children, our wives, fathers, you know, as people for what they are. They don't even bother looking at the story. They just make judgment based on lack of facts and lack of education. It's just scary to me. Unfortunately, we've, we've moved to a place where people want a simple evil and good, and then they make their decision based upon that. It's a complicated issue. And yeah, you need to spend time to understand it before formulating an opinion. Another round of hostages um, are going to be released today, uh, and we're, family, we're told that families have been notified, and, and sadly, none of you um, were notified. Uh, another, another day gone by, um, and no no word of your loved ones, and I'm just wondering. I know you're happy for those who have had loved ones released, and, but for those of you who are waiting for word of Omer. It it's must... really tough. It's really tough. I mean, we're happy to see anyone being released, but for me personally, Omer is, is a man. He's, he's my son. He's 22 years old. He's not in the conversation yet, it's, and it's, it's really bad. Maybe Jacob would visualize. Yeah. No time.
Tick-tock, tick-tock. What is that? Why is there no time? What, do you, what, do you, what does that symbolize to you? It symbolizes after 54 days. We have no idea on the physical condition as well as sign of life. This is against any international law, even in times of conflict. The people walking this planet, there is basic principles that are agreed upon. And in this case, the Hamas terrorist organization has decided not to abide by those principles. We have the International Red Cross, Doctors Without Borders, wanting to go in and are not allowed in. Question is why? You guys met with the Red Cross? Mm-hmm. What did you have to say to them? The first thing we said was we want to have signs of life. Um, we also want to know if people who are in Gaza, who were hostages, are healthy, what their condition is. They are the first people that see these hostages. We have hostages who are coming back emaciated. They've lost lots of weight. They're dirty. They have no light in them. They've been in the dark in so many ways. They're not healthy. And the Red Cross is, their responsibility is to transfer them, but their responsibility also is to be the voice and to tell us what is happening. So while we understand their fragile position where they need to be on the ground and we want them there and they do good work, we also want them to advocate for the folks that are still in Gaza. So on my show yesterday, we talked about accounts that we have heard from loved ones of hostages who have been released. Um, A little boy kept in solitary confinement. We saw a little girl, that little Irish-Israeli girl. Clearly the light has gone out in her eyes. Um, Talked about being kept in the box. She thought she was kept away from her family for a year. She thought it had been a year. Um, Another child shown videos from October 7th. These are just a a handful of accounts. Um, This is how the kids were kept. Also heard about women being kept in cages. It's, it's just, it's awful. On one hand, it's sick, devastating. You know, I think the- It's depraved, I mean, it's- It's barbaric. Inhumane. Inhumane, inhuman, yeah. Um, I use the word Holocaust. You know, I come from, uh, my family is a Holocaust survival. You know, we feel like it's all over the Holocaust again, happening to us. The Israeli military is assessing claims made by Hamas um, that the youngest hostage, 10-month-old Kfir Bibas and his mom, were killed. Hamas is claiming that they were killed by an Israeli airstrike. Obviously, whoever kidnaps a baby and a mom, they're responsible for what happens to them, regardless of how they were killed. I'm wondering if any of you want to comment on this awful news. Again, we don't know if it's even true, right? I, I think the family came out with a statement saying that they are looking at the facts and hoping for good news, but that's part of the psychological warfare that Hamas is doing. And going back to Liz's comment about the international red costs, they need to be the witness. They are the conscious 
of the international community and need to speak up and be vocal about what they are seeing and calling them out for these types of acts that they are doing. The whole world needs to speak up. We, we don't feel that the international community is, is appalled the way they should be. It's, it's a humanitarian crisis at the highest level and there don't seem to be enough outrage out there. There are over 30 different nationalities being held hostage today. And I think, you know, we've seen the success with the release of some hostages over the past several days. And the U.S. government, Israel, Egypt, Qatar are working together. And I'm really grateful for that. That's how my aunt Aviva, how Abigail have been released. But there's so many other hostages who have not yet been released and time is of the essence. Do any of you think that President Biden is not doing enough? That he needs to be doing more? It's okay if you feel that way. If I had a loved one in captivity, I probably would think that nobody's doing enough. We have heard President Biden expressing uh, the hostages as top priority, but we're still sitting here 54 days later, with eight of us, eight families, still waiting for the loved ones. I think Biden administration, they do um, more than enough since the uh, first day. Um, but the math shouldn't fool us, which means if every day 10 people being released, it doesn't mean necessarily that two weeks from now, the remaining 140-something hostages will be out. So that's the main concern. You talked about how you don't think that you're getting enough support from the world. And I'm sure you know that one of the reasons that is, and there are probably many reasons, but one of the reasons that is is because many people in the world think that the IDF's response has killed too many innocent Palestinians. Um, the IDF says they're going after Hamas, and Hamas embeds with the population, and they're not trying to kill civilians but Hamas goes where the population is. That's the reason. Do you think that the IDF should be focusing more, not just the IDF, that Netanyahu should be focusing more on the hostages, getting them out, saving them, and the time for going after Hamas should come later? At the uh, beginning of the conflict, I think the Israeli government was more focused on going after Hamas. I think the fact that the Families have come together. We each feel collectively that we have 240 new family members. And I think the success of the families being together and being able to unite around the hostage issue and getting the people of Israel behind us has changed the perception of the government of Israel. The hostages have been 54 days somewhere in the dark in Gaza. It is an immediate need. The immediacy of getting these hostages out, a young man like Hirsch, who had his arm blown off, mm. he doesn't have days to wait. Yeah. And so little people, big people, mothers, brothers, young women who we know are not being treated well in Gaza, yeah. they need to get out. Yeah. And so when we talk about it, none of us are talking about this politically. We're talking about it as a human crisis. Yeah. And so for... Me, the issue of how do we finish with 
the work of Hamas and getting rid of them, let's put it aside for a second. And let's just focus on getting these 150 folks, people, our family, our relatives out and getting them safe. That should be everyone's priority right now. All I can say is I hope that your loved ones get home soon. And I know for the ones of you that have men being held hostage who are not top priority because women and children and older people are being um, prioritized. And people in the IDF, um, they will be last on the list. And um, I'm so sorry for that. It's time to change this equation, right? Who said that? You know, where, where, where is it coming from? We believe collectively that anybody from any group should be released. There should be a mixed group from now on. Yes, we 100% agree that children, being the sensitive souls that they are, should have been released first. But from now on, there should be a consideration of men and women, old and young soldiers and civilians. They all should come out. They're all the same. There should be representation of each and every group coming out. What do you want anybody watching right now to know about your loved one? What should somebody who's watched this and is sitting at home afterwards, what should they know about him? Idan is an American kid. He graduated last year from uh, Tenafly High School. He loves parties. He's got tons of friends. He's a professional swimmer. He loves the good life. He's a real foodie. Like, he knows all the restaurants. Like, we've been in concert everywhere. Like, he's it amazing. He doesn't belong it there. Belongs like, with us, with the family. As simple as that. Yeah. Tell us about Omer. What, what, what do you want people to know about Omer? Omer is a kind person that when he comes to the room, he just captured everybody's attention just because of his sheer size and, and kindness and, and, and uh, he loves playing basketball and admires the NBA and the NFL. Just American kid. He, he belongs at home. What about Itai? What do you want us to know about Itai? He's a very talented kid. He sings, he dances, so he's typically the life of the party. Uh, he has been in the Boy Scouts uh, until the age of 18, so he mentors young kids. And maybe the most important part uh, his, uh, he and his older brother play, you know, NBA 2K. So uh, uh, I get my ass whooped by my uh, eldest son, so he needs his youngest, younger brother to come back so he could, you know, go back and play with him NBA 2K. Emily, tell us about your Uncle Keith. What do you want us to know about him? My Uncle Keith is a really gentle, kind father and grandfather. He grew up in North Carolina. That's where I'm from. Um, and family is just everything to him. And he needs to be returned to be with his grandchildren and his wife and his children. I want them all home soon. Thank you for talking to us.